0: More
1: of the good stuff, CliffCentral.com.
0: Welcome to Stuff Central on CliffCentral.com. Your must listen to gadget and technology news show of the week, coming to you live from studios in Rivonia with a big Praise Jesus billboard on a satellite dish outside. That's how you find this place, fresh from the golf courses of St Andrews, Scotland. We are joined by Craig Rodney, hi Toby, PR extraordinaire and uh, quite a quite an incredibly good photographer, Thank who you. happens to own and run the At South Africa accounts on on Instagram, which we're going to talk about in a while. Cool, looking forward to it. And with us we have Geek Extraordinaire or Ungeeked Ben Kelly. Hey, Toby. Ben is a, Ben is an old time geek that most people don't know about. I mean, he's got cred, man. He's got like, you know, he had a beard before hipsters. That's how cool <laughs> Ben is. And these days he's a very senior editor at the Mail and Guardian, applying his trade in the mainstream media. And uh, with us is Douglas from HTC, who's going to talk about the uh, really superb um, HTC 1M8 that's recently launched.
2: Thank you very much, Toby. It's a pleasure to be here and joining the guys in the studio.
0: Good. Anyway, if you want to uh, uh, dial in or comment to us, uh, please do. You can send us a, a comment via um, uh, WeChat or you can call us on 0861 555 On Twitter, we are at cliffcentral.com, Um and you can WeChat us or on Facebook, we are cliffcentral.com. So um uh, the news of the week is is what we traditionally discuss at the beginning here and, and I you know I've just I have been listening to this the the talks of um this tribunal sitting about the Etolls in Hatting and I don't know if it qualifies as a technology story probably there's enough you know tech in the gantries to make it so but isn't it just remarkable I mean it looks like this Multi-billion-dollar project that we were told by government we couldn't live without is like no one wants to pay for it. I mean, apart from turning everybody in hunting into criminals, like the the good people who did pay for it now they want their money back. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, they should want their money
0: back. Yeah. So anyway, that's my news of the week. I think it's remarkable. It is people power. You know that stuff ain't dead.
3: What happens to the gantries? Are they just gonna stay there? It's like purple, purple. Neon failure signs. <laughs> People be taking selfies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gantry selfies. Yeah, not, not, probably not, probably not on a highway. Is.
1: It's probably not a good idea. You no. could realign them so that they're like, you know they've got those yellow frames in Cape Town where you can take nice pictures of Table Mountain and they show you the best shots. You can use the gantry you just realign them for the best shots of Joburg.
0: Yeah, brilliant, you know. Come stand on top of this gantry to take a great picture of Alexander in the Alexandria in the foreground and Santon in the background.
1: Exactly. That's anyway, a
0: that's a that's a useful way to segue into asking Craig, the, yes. the photographer in the group. What do you think the big news of the week has been? So so. I, I Ben's gonna hit me. Hopefully,
3: he's not close enough. But but I'm gonna steal the the one he wanted to go with because you asked me first. But it, it's so hi- ben, hyperlapse. What are you... No 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 no. Ben Ben keep your mouth shut. Um, it it's hyperlapse. It's a an app released by Instagram mm. that does um that does uh, video work. It's like the, you'd normally have to use a a really expensive Steadicam to get to get those kinds of shots. Yeah, but I've it's, looked um, at some of the footage. It, it, it's it, it, it it's incredible what they can do with it. It's you know we get the 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 regular Instagram users are gonna have to. Uh, have to suffer a, a, a flood of, of uh, sped-up videos for a while until it settles down. Um, but but some of the stuff people are doing with it already is incredible.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, if you think about just what um, made Instagram so great in the first place was the ability to uh, apply a filter. Yes. And as it's trite true. as that became and as exhausted by it as we all became, like not everybody's obi overhauls and – Obi Obaholz is that good because he gets up so early in the morning. Yeah, you know, with a hangover. Um, actually, what it did was turn everybody onto the fact that you could edit a photograph. Yeah, along came Snapseed, along came all these other things, and the next thing you had this whole group of people who'd never seen a like a picture editor, or could have edited a photograph without Photoshop, suddenly actively editing their own pictures yeah, and and the rule i mean it, it's not just across instagram
3: and and hyperlapse but but the general rule is if you give people the opportunity to be creative um in the sense that actually create something creative in a yeah, creation do. sense they'll you agree do
0: it. with me hey douglas it's like suddenly people edit yeah i think uh, i think
2: uh nowadays uh, what people do with their own devices and, and and the way they've taken technology and editing it's it's almost a uh, I know I shouldn't say this, but as somebody said it's almost narcissistic how far we've gone in terms of. Oh,
0: yeah, um, that goes without saying. But, like, you know, just because it's now the new normal doesn't mean you have to throw stones at those glass houses. Uh- <laughs> We are, we're all, we're all complete, the social media age is the me age, me, so me. I'll, well, I was thinking about
3: it this morning. Imagine you took away the, the, you took away all the like metrics on, on social platforms and only you leave the engagement, the, the comments, right? Wow. So and if you, if you posted great. a photo to Instagram and you never knew how many people followed you or how many likes you got, just people could comment. How, how would that, how would that influence your behavior around posting, right? Cause people post and then they go, how many likes did I get?
1: yeah and I mean I know from my partner she was doing uh that one of the, the accounts that she follows did a an August thing where you post like the theme for that each day is a different theme and you take a photograph and and everybody's following that that hashtag for the for the whole month and you end up in a situation where you're going, Oh wow, I got a hundred likes on that photograph that's a really nice photograph and it encourages you to post more
3: yeah it's validation
1: but i'll tell you something
3: interesting so so instagram do a weekend hashtag project every single yeah weekend. i love it it's incredible and and when i first when i first started getting into into the Insta, actual instagram community i was quite obsessed i was like i want to get featured i want to get featured like this my sole primary <laughs> obsession was to get featured by instagram and after a few months i realized i actually sat back and i went wow like like they got me off my butt every single weekend outdoors taking photos. Now, it doesn't matter that I, whether I get mm. featured or not anymore. Mm. Like, they, they actually got me participating. They got
0: me doing something that I wouldn't normally about. I mean, that's why I've always wanted to take up golf. Like, not that I find the sport interesting or anything. I really, it's kind of dull. But the thing <laughs> is, is I wanted to get out there. Like, it's like you get outside. You have to be outside. So, I mean, you, you know,
3: Mike. My, my, stuff with my business partner, him and I play golf a lot and him and I argue because I tell him to always, I'm like, dude, put your phone away because when you're on the course, be on the course. Yeah, be, in, totally. be in that
0: When space. you're with people, be yeah. with people. Yeah. It's, the, it's the, the, the way to, so interesting. I was listening to Arthur Goldstuck and Nikki Bush on the way here talking about this book of theirs on Tech 70 Parenting. I mean, we really got to get them in. It's so interesting and they've just found like a, like a completely different way to explain it you know, and I—I I mean, it doesn't. It's you know the 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 point to what you were saying is like Arthur's sixteen-year-old daughter, for her birthday, when everyone got to the party, told them to put their phones in a box. It was really great. But then Arthur was saying, like, the thing that 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 parents don't get about what kids texting and emoticoning and uh, discussing all of the stuff with each other—it's like an extra layer of commentary that that is like a richness that people who don't do it don't experience, you know.
3: Yeah, but when they don't do it, they don't essentially miss, they don't know what they're missing yeah, out on. Yeah, so exactly. They are, and people who do do it are missing out on
0: other stuff as well. But yeah. there you go. Anyway, Benjamin, what would your news of the
1: week be now that Craig is so well, I was gonna, thievingly I was, stolen yours? That was my pick of the week, actually. So oh, really? At least I've got another few minutes to think of another pick of the week. Uh, but, I mean, I think the, most, the, one, the one thing that's been catching my eye this week is this continuing spat going on uh, between... In the upper echelons of government and broadcasting around digital migration. Oh. I mean, I know this has gone on for years and years. I, I I have and I have I've resisted throwing it away, like just deleting the file. I have an article I wrote probably about seven years ago, for even more for Finweek about digital migration and also a briefing with the minister and the dep- and the director of the Department of Communications and laying out the timelines for when. We are going to get digital TV, and when the analog signals were going to be turned off, yeah. suffi- I can't remember the exact dates, but just suffice to say that that it's uh, we should have turned off the analog signal already, like about I two years no, ago. No, it's
0: beyond absurd. Um, and, I, I'm with you.
1: And I mean, and there's, the m- there's
0: only one person more deranged by this than anyone else, and that's Duncan MacLeod of <laughs> the Clan MacLeod. Yes.
1: And I mean, it's. A, Every time I, I mean you every time I read an article about it there's allegations of bribery of corruption of infighting of now there's two ministries and they can't decide who's and no that's just and, unbelievable and it's and it's actually go I mean it's it's doing the country massive harm I mean the
0: ministry of propaganda and the ministry of incompetence yes
1: exactly and I mean but on the other side of the of the coin I read an article this week where Centec are starting to pilot digital radio uh, and that is for me, almost more exciting than digital TV. Because, I, mean, for the, I think for the ordinary man in the street, uh, digital TV is going to be a huge step forward. It's going to allow them to have access to a massive amount of, of new channels, and plus the digital dividend will allow the, the broadband guys to step in and, and ac- access a, a, a new area of spectrum. But digital radio is will free up, I mean, in Khaateng, there is no space on the, on the radio spectrum. I mean, that's Absolutely. Simple it,
0: but the great thing about DAB, digital audio broadcast, digital radio, is um, uh, that there's so much more information that you can get. You can get information about the artist, the album, the yeah. song you're listening to. You know, there's, it's, it's, there's a value mm-hmm. to that, that until you haven't used it for a while, like I did for a bit in the mm-hmm. UK, suddenly you go, how did I live without this?
1: I mean, I just think that we're sitting in a situation where we're, where we're living in where spectrum is a, especially in the radio spectrum, is a massively scarce uh, resource, and we really need to, to free it up. And, I mean, it's almost like we should be saying, actually, just stuff this digital TV thing. Let's get digital radio out there. So the guys, the small community radio stations, I mean, you can imagine if you had, you could probably fit every single radio station in the country onto into the digital spectrum and allow everybody to broadcast nationally. So if you were Soweto yeah. Radio... You could be broadcast you could people could pick up your signal in Cape Town, and there will still be spectrum left over you know and and suddenly it would open up it would it would even up the playing field you'd be a community radio station because you were focused on the, what was happening in your community but suddenly the big if your community happened to be in Cape Town on holiday, they could still listen to your radio station and that would be awesome I mean, I just think that would be a fantastic uh, opportunity and and suddenly you clear up this whole issue around you know digital. Around 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 the not being enough spectrum for people to broadcast, not being able to launch a new radio station which fulfills a community need or a special need because there's no spectrum for it. You know, suddenly yeah. it opens it all up. And I mean, if they can just, I mean, of course, what's going to happen is that it's going to take 20 years before we actually get it because that seems to be the. Uh, I mean, you would
0: just think that a government of a government a government of this nature with its struggle credentials and its importance on providing services to the people would get like a sense of haste. Anyway, we would end up talking about this all yeah. the time and it's time of the of the of the hour to switch over to our interview. Uh and uh Douglas from HTC is going to tell us why the one M eight is such a darn fine good device because it is.
2: Thank you very much, Toby. Um just I just wanted to just before I go in there, I just wanted to just say something to Greg. Just uh around the, some of the discussions you're having earlier, just uh there's two things I wanted to point out that is one, I think in, in the social age, I think uh, sometimes uh, online rejection is better, is worse than like personal rejection. You don't speak to your mate for a month, he doesn't care. But if you defriend him or don't follow him or something on on a, on a social media, it seems to be like the ultimate sort of uh, insult. And secondly, I think or you
0: don't like his Instagram picture or, sorry. or his new hyperlapse <laughs> video.
2: Yeah. And secondly, and secondly, I think uh, sometimes we we spend so much time uh, on the devices that we actually forget how to actually communicate. So. We uh we actually failed to. Oh, I'm going to challenge you
3: on that, right? Seeing as you you you, you pass up the opportunity to punch your device, so let's talk about this <laughs> quickly. <laughs> the um, I, we aren't passing up opportunities to communicate. We are passing because we are communicating online. We we're passing up opportunities to communicate with the two people in the room with us yeah, potentially, actually, right? Yeah. Um, and and from a cultural perspective, it it can be seen as incredibly rude, and potentially is incredibly rude. Um. But we're not passing up opportunities to communicate. We communicate. We're creating opportunities to communicate. Whether it's healthy or not is debatable, and I'm not even interested in getting into it. But, um, one of the interesting things that, that, that I like, I I speak to a few people about is that, that this new behavior is very, very new to us. You know, I mean, we've only really been like that for less than a decade, and, and, and we're still adjusting to it. We're still trying to define what are the new social norms and so on and so forth, you know. Um, but I don't see things, you know, I was in London last week, people sitting on the tube reading news, the free newspapers. You leave it on your seat, the guy sits down, picks up the newspaper, carries it on reading it. They're not talking to each other. You know, if they had Wi Fi there, people would be on their phones. The same thing.
2: I suppose if you speak to anyone in the UK, they think you're a freak. But anyway, Toby, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, a pleasure. I'm, I'm, we are big fans of the device.
0: There at Stuff Magazine, we like it a lot, um, and there's a real superior quality to the build. I think that set it out, and and um, I thought I was gonna, uh, you were gonna segue in to talk about how good the camera is and the ability to edit stuff on it. I mean, the the one thing I think HTC, I suppose by way of introduction to people who don't know the brand, it's been a top favorite of ours at Stuff. It's been top of the top ten every year. Uh, for the last year or two, um, and uh, it, there's a real focus on playing video on it. Therefore, you've got two speakers, one at the top, one at the bottom, so that when you hold it sideways, you've got you've got um,
2: dual front, uh, dual, dual, f- dual front facing speakers, yeah.
0: Yeah. So 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 there's a lot of focus on it, and of course, your camera technology is very good. Um,
2: I think. How do
0: you I, contend with that?
2: <laughs> I completely agree with you. Um. So, but uh, Toby, I think. Uh, I think, I think that, you know, you're sitting in a room with guys like yourselves and a lot of the people listening in will, will be very tech savvy. I think the, the concern is not really about, um uh, engaging people that are tech savvy, that understand the industry that, you know, that are in the know. I think the, the, the biggest challenge for us as is HDC is in South Africa is trying to get the brand back out there, make it yeah. vis- visible in presence and, uh, and just to kind of, uh, uh the confidence in the brand and, and the product out there because I think once you actually hold the device in your hand you can actually feel the build quality straight away it definitely separates it from its uh, competitors out there and I think the functionality and features and, 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 and operating platform are, are superb quite frankly so yeah, we've got our work cut out for us, but it's yeah, exciting times. Yeah,
0: yeah, rebuilding the brand definitely, but it's a good brand to have to be I've
2: rebuilding.
3: Got an interesting observation about the the dual forward facing speakers, right? So it, it's habitual because when I when I ever watch videos, I, I tend to watch hold with one hand. And if you want to mute, the quickest way is to just cover your hat, use your ha- the hand that you're holding the phone to cover
0: the speaker, you, right? You and me, iPhone so, users, I'm So the same. if
3: you decide to watch some porn and you, and and you forget <laughs> that the volume is on, okay, um, you You've can't been easily, out with Rich you too can't much. You can't easily, Toby, my pants are still on. It's not often you and I do radio <laughs> with pants on. Um, but you can't easily mute it with your hand. So I find that I find that. Amazing, but potentially awkward.
2: Um, I, think, I think it takes a bit of forward thinking if you're going to be downloading porn in a boardroom. Make sure that you put it on mute beforehand.
3: <laughs> well, unless everyone also wants
2: to watch it, that's fine.
3: Um, but listen, this is it's a it's a it's a beautiful looking device. What
0: are your first impressions, Craig?
3: So so I think it I think it looks incredibly sleek. Um, the the matte finish on the back is ridiculous. Like it just it looks really cool. Um, and the screen size is uh, see I I mean I'm a, I'm an iPhone user. And um, and when when I when I hold the HTC and when I go back to the iPhone, I feel like I've got the world's oldest as, piece of as, tech in the iPhone. As John
0: Tullet famously said on the first Stuff Central, we were talking about wearable technology, and he said, "If I wanted to wear a shit small screen on my wrist, I'd strap an iPhone right. to it." It
3: it so it, it's the one thing that that it's the one thing that you notice most, um. About picking up pretty much any other phone and you get it with these is, is the, the screen real estate is is incredible. Um, my question is as, across all the phone brands is, is when are we going to, when, when is the world going to decide what is the optimal size? Because it's not the iPhone. The iPhone we've realized is too small, right? This HTC for me is, is much closer to what I believe the optimal size will I'm going
0: to disagree with, with you, but yeah. the first I'm going to ask Benjamin
3: Well, what you've his... got
1: there, you've got both of them in his hands. One's the, H, one's the normal one and, uh, and the other one's the mini. Now I'm the mini is sort of halfway between the the big you know uh, smartphone size I guess is the standard thing. It's around what five inches nowadays. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and the other ones are about four point four and a half inches. Yeah, right, yeah. And so I mean I'm much more of a fan of the sort of four and a half inch sized uh, screen than the than the bigger ones. I mean that's my personal preference. I prefer my screen my device is slightly smaller than than it's, than it's the a, other ones. It's
2: more of a lifestyle choice, yes. though, I guess. You know, just in terms of. Which you feel comfortable with, and I suppose the, to go go back to the question is that you need to try and cater to everybody, you know, not 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 one one head fits all. So you know, so it's uh, we're trying to we're trying to bring it out there, and hopefully uh, the screen size and the as we said the operating system and the build quality, you know, you, you're talking about a, a premium segment there. When you when you actually go into the, into a store as a consumer, I think most most uh, consumers have, have done the research online, they've listened to shows like this, they've spoken to their friends, they have an opinion when they go in there. But I think what will really separate the HTC brand apart is when you actually go into, the, into a store and you actually pick up the device and you actually feel that it's a full brushed uh, aluminium finish. It's a it's a complete metal casing. I, you, I, you
0: know, you think that it would be, I mean, I think about all of the things and how often how ridiculous it is as my job to go, this feels better in your hand than that. And stop for a minute and try and explain that to a non-techie person why that's even noteworthy. But there is something about texture that, that is often overlooked, I think. And there's there's something about this very steel back that's got a that's got a feeling and a texture and it feels like you're paying for a premium piece yeah, of technology. No, I
3: wanna make an observation though, okay? Because it's a it's used a beveled back, or is that the
0: correct beveled, I, that the I tec- don't know. I don't term?
3: know. I don't know. Beveled, beveled. back, right? So so no. it's it's slightly slightly uh convex, right? Except that the, the It's
0: since your hand.
3: The the yeah, it does. But the lens on the camera is flat. Okay. So when you look at it, you've actually had to create a slightly different form at the back. So the only risk that happens there, and that was the one thing I was going to ask, the only risk that happens there is that the lens on the camera gets scratched, except that it's raised, which is genius, right? Because it's my it's my biggest complaint with phones is I put it down on the back, which is what you're supposed to do, and then the the cover to the camera just gets scratched, and then you can't work out why all your photos are terrible, Um So, so there was a risk there, but the fact that it's, the fact that it's got a lip on it will actually protect it, which is pretty cool. But that's a big thing for me. Um, but I'm going to challenge Ben on the screen size, right? (laughs) And I'll tell you why, Ben, because no one makes phone calls. And, and the only time a bigger device feels or looks stupid is when you put it against your face. And because that is almost never going to happen with a phone, um, the the real estate of the screen comes into play. So how you know if you're gonna if you're gonna be consuming any, any form of media, if you're gonna be posting, if you're gonna be editing photos or whatever it is, always you're gonna want a bigger screen. I, I, there was almost no reason to ever have a smaller screen.
0: You had me at nobody makes phone calls anymore
3: but we who who makes phone calls i
0: i'm i do but i don't even do it with you I phone people them. to tell them you're running
3: late yes. <laughs> that's and you could just you could have an automated sms you could There's have an a iftt blog. recipe that, that links to your send. calendar and your gps <laughs> and when when you when your gps says you are not in this place it just the iftt recipe says send the message saying running
2: late got a pre recorded voice message
0: yeah <laughs> if then if this then that yeah, yeah <laughs> great great um Look, I, I I tell you why I don't like the big screen size and I agree with you that people don't make calls anymore it just doesn't fit in my pockets I mean I wonder that I wonder what you were doing standing up and feeling your bum but it, you were putting it phone into your back pocket
3: it fits in my pocket and don't say that it's because I've got a big butt big pockets it's a normal size pocket um, but um, but both both of them fit in there and the button closes
1: you know I think there's a there's a, it's a simple issue. it's a personal preference. I think some people will prefer yeah. like having a bigger thing in their hands and, and going, Yes, I'll take the extra thing. And other people this will could say
0: deteriorate really quickly. Listen,
1: listen, potentially I'm just used to having bigger things in my hands. <laughs> and other people I mean, I know for example, I mean, when I get a lot of like uh my sister still came to me and said, Look, I need a new phone, what do I get? Uh and and she said, And I don't want a big phone. I mean she she had been using a BlackBerry, so kind of anything was up from there, you know. But uh <laughs> So I mean, I, I, I looked around and, and said, "Okay, well here," and and found told her to get the phone, which which wasn't an HTC. I apologise, Douglas. Okay. Uh, well, there, uh, if, what what this is I a
0: think? this is an interesting point because we've got a message from Josh Josh via WeChat who says, "I'm looking into getting a new phone. I like the Nexus 5, but should I wait for the next Nexus or even the LG G3 or Xperia Z2? Tough decisions." The orange store should have stock of the next Nexus when it comes out. So I I know what your answer is going to be, Douglas. It's going to be get a HTC HDC one M eight. So so mine would be, what are the features of the one eight that, that are better than say the Nexus five or the LG three? So There you go, Josh, I hope you're listening. This is like from the best source of information.
2: So we say, um, so, you know, like, uh, just, just in terms of, uh, for Josh's uh, question, I, and, and, and to be completely honest, I think at the moment there's so much choice out there. And, you know, when you start yeah. sort of, you know, you start, you know, seeing it, it's almost like seeing with two cars and counting the revs that one's got in the tire pressure, the other's got it. You can, you can actually break it down like that. I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, trying to, trying to do a hard sell in terms of features on a, on a, on a, on a, on a radio station or to, to anybody over a count saying, it's it's got to come down to a matter of choice. You know, do you associate with the brand? Do you find that the quality is there? Do you find that the the operating system is what you want? Do you want an Android system? Do you want an iOS system? You know, uh, what what additional features do you need in the phone? Is it the screen size like we were discussing now? You know, there's a number of factors that you've got. I think I think you, one of the one of the things I always I try and get people to do is to kind of do a bit of the analysis yourself. Go into GSM Arena. Select a couple of devices, compare them yourself. Look at the.
0: I, I'm, I'm sure you meant to say stuff.co.za.
2: Even I, I also meant to say that as well. All oh, right. In fact, it I might have said. So. It might have sounded like I said something else. In fact, what I meant <laughs> I mean to say. I think there's a faulty mark. Anyway, so uh, that being said, I think I think you you you've got that. Um, and you know, you're going to be buying this device, and generally speaking, you're going to be sitting with it for the next two years. So the one thing that I also like to put out there as well is that you know, it, it, it has to be a quality device. You know, especially when you start looking at those brands that you're talking about there, Josh, I mean, they're all really good brands. So it then comes down to the quality and the build of the device. And I think the one thing that will always separate uh, the HDC devices is the fact that we pride ourselves and our, and our mantra is to bring out a quality built device. So there's no, basically no skimping in terms of the cost, of the build quality of the design. So that's, I think that's the one thing that will definitely separate us.
0: Yeah, definitely build quality. Well, Josh... I have page to uh, page 103 of the latest issue of Stuff Magazine, which, just by the way, is our first magazine without a cover uh, cover model. We're very happy about that. And the number one phone in the top ten is the LG G3, followed by the HTC One M8, followed by the LG G2. The Galaxy S5 comes in at number four. The Sony Xperia Z2 at number five. And the first and only appearance of the iPhone The 5S is at number six. So, you know, gone are the days where the iPhone ruled the roost. You know, I mean, that was, I think that was the Galaxy S3 that kind of brought it down. Um, And for a long time, the HTC One was our top phone and it was taken down last year by the G2. So, you know, I, I often say this thing we were talking about earlier about personal choice. That's what I say to people. Like, it really, what resonates with you? Do you like the brand? Because it's really the same as Mercedes versus BMW versus Audi versus you know, although don't ever say that I mistakenly said that I'll be polite and not say which manufacturer I said that to. You know, it's like one can get into trouble. Anyway, it's a personal preference.
2: We well, can make a life decision and buy a car.
0: Ah right, right.
2: <laughs> but the I mean for me it's it's the
1: the the problem has been in the past is that is that in the eyes of the South African public there's really been two two options. You buy a Samsung or you buy an iPhone. Uh, and trying to get people to s- shift their their thought process away from that into the other brands. I mean, the HTC's, the LG's, the Sony's uh, is actually quite tough. I mean, people, just because they've been, I, mean, I think they've been indoctrinated into, into, into a certain way of thinking that there are only two options. Uh,
0: are, you, are you alleging us South Africans are incapable of independent thought?
1: Well, as, as a country which has managed to keep Toyota at the top of the sales list for cars for, for like the last 40 years, then the answer is probably yes. You know, I thought you
0: were going to say for a country that managed to vote.
1: Yeah,
3: I'll jump in there. Um,
0: <laughs> zoomer back in twice.
3: I was trying to save you, Toby. Um, but Ben, I actually I, I want to challenge that. I think it's it, it's actually it, it's human nature. Like people don't want to have tons of choice because it creates this decision paralysis, right? So so when I True. walk into a sh- when I walk into a shop, if I'm undecided, I'm probably at that point only undecided between two. The problem is that we've only ever had. Two, so it's it's Samsung or iPhone, right? Um, the the marketing challenge from an HTC perspective is to is to make it between HTC and either one of those, because then it's still a choice of two type of
2: thing. I think you're absolutely correct. I think uh I think that's one thing that uh, the South African consumers haven't seen much of, and I and I and I agree with you that you know you need to have a share of voice in terms of the media. You need to be out there, because you know I sit in a room with guys like yourselves, and yes, we all understand the brand, we know what it means, we know the quality. You guys probably know more in terms of apps and features than most people combined. You know, so it's it's not, it, there's nothing we can educate you. But the consumer out there that thinks that he only has two choices, that's where you need a media mm-hmm. campaign. Our media campaign starts now, and we we have strong partnerships. So we've, in terms of the sort of commercials around it, we've actually partnered very very uh, strongly with both Vodacom and MTN to bring the product to market. So when you go into the store, and the salesman's behind the counter, he can actually talk to you about it because not everyone's on the same level as us. Somebody can walk in there, and you'll be given the choice, and you'll be given, uh, uh, and hopefully you'll be given honest sort of overview uh, in terms of the product. So, you know, I guess, I guess you're right. You need to, you need to definitely have a, a an awareness, of brand there. And I think maybe just in terms of like, you know, a uh, uh, decision, decision paralysis. I think you're definitely the kind of customer that Henry Ford wanted. Yeah, you can have it an, what any color as long as it's black. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I love that. But I, I, I agree with you, Craig. I mean, just the the no, range good. of things. But what I find is that people are much more educated. I mean, I make a point of answering all the questions myself, and I have for as long as I've received letters or emails or questions for any of the newspapers I work for or websites. And I've noticed like an education in the average consumer. The average consumer really knows a lot more than they do. So it, and is, that, is that a good thing or a bad thing, right? Because if, if they have to know
3: more to make a decision – it, it's it's potentially a bad thing, right? Uh, that
0: uh, on that I'll definitely agree with you. But but it's a, there's a complexity that that's unavoidable. You know, you do. It's like knowing the difference between iOS and Android. And
2: well, Toby, Toby, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. No,
0: no, go go on. But yeah.
2: I was going to say that uh, you know I think you know a, a, a couple of years ago you'd go and buy a, a, a cell phone. It was nothing more than just a cell phone. Nowadays, you, you're buying a smartphone. It's firstly it's an extension of you. It's, yeah, it's, you it's I was about to say, you're buying a penis extension. Well, I mean, right, a brand a fashion extension.
0: Well, Well, not a Fashion just, accessory. Not just
2: that. I mean, if you look at the cost of these devices, if you had to go buy them cash up front, you're paying like 8,000, 9,000 mm-hmm. it's, it's a major purchase. And if you look at the, the age. What of, I bought my first car for? Well, this is it. It was actually double what <laughs> I bought my first car for. So the. the it It's not just a decision it's not like you're going in there making a snap decision I'm going to buy a you know this cool drink or that cool drink you You're going in there. Mm-hmm. and so I think the to answer your question i mean and and hence the the reason that platforms like this are so important because consumers need this feedback they yeah. need this information, they need to evaluate the decision because it's not a it's not a little decision and then generally speaking, the South African customer doesn't throw a device away, he keeps it for two years or he or she keeps it, and then they pass it down to yeah. a family member as yeah. well so it, it, the the lifespan of a mobile device in South Africa is four or five years. So I I'm gonna ask you for what what for me
3: is this the, the only important differentiator is battery life. Tell me about the battery life because it like the fact that I have to charge my phone three times a day. I mean it's I spent way way point. too much of my conscious time is spent worrying about whether I my phone is charged.
2: Uh so you got about a two hundred and thirty nine hour Standby time when the battery life. Okay, and look, I obviously have to read the stuff because I'm not a. No, right. no, no, hey, on. no I one knows it's to, radio. I was, about, <laughs> I was about to
0: say to you, no one knew you were reading no, first. No, no, you no, no, no. It's you like, I'm very honest. secondly, I'm, I'm honest secondly like I would have said to you like, I'm, I'm as the editor of Stuff magazine, I'm supposed to know the average killer, killer yeah. <laughs> So that's ten
2: million. days standby. Yeah, pretty much. And you got a 720 minute talk time. Okay. So it's also got one, you know, that mode where you can put it into battery saving mode. Killer ampules. Yeah, killer. Not making million, stuff up. Million. <laughs> 2,600 to answer your M- questions. MPS. M- M- yes. <laughs> so, I don't I think the question as well is that I mean it's definitely got the battery life. I think if you've got a device you want to get through the day. Um, I'm a heavy user in terms of the number of calls and emails I take during the day and uh, conference calls and in and out of calls in it. And I and I, I'm actually quite I can actually honestly tell you that I, I get through an entire work day which is uh, you know and I'm on the I'm on the phone pretty much 24/7 in terms of you know because it's a business tool for me, but I think your average consumer out there would make it through the day quite comfortably. It also has a quick charge. Within 45 minutes, you've got 80% of the battery back as well. So
0: that's 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 a standout
2: feature. Yeah. So and I think uh and I think uh, you've also seen in some of the other leading devices out there where you've got the the function where you're down to 20% of your battery life, you can you put into battery saving mode and you can extend that a couple extra hours as well. So it's got it's got that. But I mean baseline 293 stand uh 293 hours standby time and 720 minutes talk time on the battery. That's pretty good. So yeah. don't
1: you think it's time that we introduce a new metric? And I don't know how this metric would work because, I mean, as Craig says, he doesn't make phone calls anymore. So at call, what call time what, is relevant? So, My yeah. next question is: yeah.
0: Does a minute of yeah. call equate a minute of of on Instagram? Yeah, that that's a very good point. That's, that's a very good. One. You heard it here first on <laughs> Stuff Central. That, no, it's really it's. Yeah, it's it I was going to say to you, great – how, many, how long can you watch a video on
2: it for? How yeah.
0: long can you? No, I guess I, I suppose that's, how, that's like how long can you? More, treat, how, like, how long can you Instagram
2: for? Well, the interesting thing <laughs> is I had the we had the vice president uh, of HTC in the country this week, and so what I did is I created a Wi-Fi hotspot on my device. Uh, so the entire day he was using yeah. my Wi-Fi hotspot while I was still running emails in the background, and then I was still making calls and that. And I guess when you're doing that, you'll find that your battery your battery life certainly uh, deteriorates a little bit faster than the the average sort of consumption because you you're running a Wi-Fi hotspot the whole day. Uh, and I, and by about sort of four o'clock in the afternoon, I was down to about twenty percent of my battery. So I was That's still impressive. able to get. I was, I, was, I was still able. I mean, on the way home, it just after sort of. I was gonna say after three, but it was a full day, so I worked just until after five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not a full day. It's <laughs> a double shift. So. so <laughs> but I mean, I had to. I Obviously, had the mobile charger in the car, and I was charging on the way home. I suppose you know nowadays, either you're at your desk or you're in your car. So. You, Mm. Most people. Have I, I was going
0: to say to you, Craigie, like, you've got to have a car charger. So, I don't have a car,
3: which is the first problem, but I do have, I went and bought a, a boosting device. But, but it's a, it's a, it's, you have Toby, a, Toby, I'm going to talk to you about this. It's a, it's a, it's like a 10 ampule um, <laughs> <laughs> device. But, but basically, basically, I charge it. It takes a while to charge, which is, which is actually quite encouraging. But, um, I'll get, I'll get about 10 to 15 full phone charges. On a single charge of that device, oh really? Which I carry in my bag, except I'm sitting there going, oh, I love this thing. Like I can carry it everywhere. Except I, it. except I go, why do I need this thing? Yeah. Like, like as much as I love it, I, I despise the fact
0: that I need it.
2: Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. It, it, so,
0: so to come back to, you get around by bike. Is that the story? Well, it's a, it's a scooter. Scooter. Uh, uh, yeah. Scooter. A scooter. Yeah. So, okay, so, so I mean, I, I just get into my car and I start to charge. Charge my the phone. Default, I get right? home. I yeah. get to there's one next to the couch. There's one in my yeah. desk. There's one in my mother's house. You know, I mean, there's charges everywhere. I just, I, I couldn't actually answer that, Douglas. I couldn't, I couldn't answer how long I get a phone charge for because I never, I always have to boost. I walk out of the house, you know, after being on my phone for an hour or two in the morning, and I'm on sixty
3: percent. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I will speak to all of the devices' defenses the the way we use these devices it's not it isn't a phone we use it as a computer right and i mean i'm i'm totally. i'm killing this machine to deliver the content that i want i'm editing photos i'm you know i'm producing videos i'm doing all sorts of stuff on a phone and then then i complain that the battery dies like it's it is i, I get it, it so it's a bit on both so sides i
2: mean if you if you think about that and you and you think well if you had your laptop in front of you you know it's acceptable that you'd get Four hours out of a laptop, you know so you yeah, but yet you are driving your mobile smartphone even harder than that yeah yeah way harder yeah, and uh, so you know you surprised when you're down to six hours or whatever the case might be so i think uh i think i think as uh, as as the devices get used more and more I think uh on the the onus then falls on the suppliers or the the manufacturers to keep pushing the battery like you said, and uh I suppose you can't you can't uh, bring a feature rich device into the market without having the battery to back it up it's like having a you
0: know like the all the battery the battery booster so i think it's a good time to uh, segue into the pick and pick on of the week and i will pick um my trusty old Mophie, that's Mophie, <laughs> pronounced Mophie battery charger but very, this is a this is i like this one because it's not only a battery charger it is also a um it is also it's got 32 gigs of storage on it so it's like a kind of external battery. And, and when I travel, there's only the real way I can tell. When I travel, I go through this one of these and another booster every day. Which is pretty cool. And I have to charge it overnight. But I'm doing exactly what you're saying. I'm using it as a computer.
3: Yeah, so as I said, I've got this Lenmar device, is this?
0: which has got four USB
3: outs. And so you can charge four multiple devices. You can charge iPads, iPhones, anything that is USB charged. Heavy. It's very It actually is surprisingly not that heavy. But I can charge, I mean, I can charge my... Like if I've got I've got like a little Canon point and click type camera that that's USB charged. Anything that's USB charged you can plug in four devices at a time, and it and it and it lasts so wow, It's incredible. I think
0: I <laughs> try to read the stats. I think it's got twenty thousand. <laughs> I
1: mean, some one of the it's ones. It's good. One of the little gadgets that I want to get my I still want to get my hands on is that you get uh, uh I think JBL make them these speakers which. Uh, it's a Bluetooth speaker, but you can plug your phone in and charge your phone off with it at the uh, same time. Yeah. And you'll get about eight hours of continuous music playing out of it at the same time as you're charging your phone. So your phone will actually last the eight hours as I, I well. See
2: the, I see the trend is nowadays that those little portable speakers have now got the mics built in as well because so many people are doing Skype calls and VoIP calls. Uh, and what will happen is you'll go into a, into a boardroom. And you'll take out your laptop, go into Skype, plug in that uh, your whatever JBL speaker, or whatever, and it, because it's got the directional mic on it, you actually can set up a conference call wherever you are in the world. So it's uh, so not just on yeah. the speakers, but now they're going yeah. right further. They're yeah. getting the mic And the quality is
0: the, the, the quality's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Eh? And the other thing of not forget it just about of uh, conference calls, like because you've got you listening to music, yeah. the call comes through, so you just respond to it that way. It's really good. And you know, we have almost <laughs> completely failed. To discuss at South Africa on Instagram, My God, what a brilliant afternoon of heated debate. I know. I feel, no, I feel I terrible. Would have we haven't. Hair. No, we we haven't done it. Can we bring you back in another week and we have you absolutely. and talk? I mean, this is just. Let me just quickly go through this because Craig is an ardent photographer, and and I've watched over the years as he's like done more courses and played with more cameras, and um, I mean, Facebook is is not the best gallery, but I've seen the. Picture quality just get better and better and better, and then a few months ago, he set up at South Africa on Instagram, and started doing these just brilliant photographs of everywhere, sourcing them from all people doing it. Yeah, the lucky thing it, for me is that they're not, they they don't have to be my photos. I just I feature yeah, the best of the people. Yeah, but I, I, it's photos. become. It's become one of my favorite things on Instagram. Thank but, you. I mean, I was really thrilled to discover it was you behind it, because I'd <laughs> been watching it for a while, thinking this is really great. They're brilliant photographs, and and you know, I what I loved about Instagram initially that I still love is that it's like a total window into someone else's world, and you and you just get you know, if you love beautiful photographs of South Africa, you can follow that, or New York City, you can get endless pictures of skyscrapers, you know, uh, so so I. Uh, You know, how how did we leave so little time to discuss it? We got. I'll come back. Yeah, I want you back. I think it's brilliant, and it's just the most brilliant exposé. You know, and this is this is why I've been so interested is because it's it's a great Instagram account. You can see beautiful pictures, but to my mind, it's one of the most efficient ways of digital marketing. For the country, being done by somebody who lives in the country, not being paid by brand South Africa. I mean, you are effectively doing a better mark. I mean, you know, a marketing job than they are. But then, of course, you are one of the kind of like marketing extraordinaires in the country. If you don't know who this guy is, Craig Rodney ran one of the most efficient uh, PR firms in the country. He was the go-to guy for some oak you might have heard of called Shuttleworth for the launch of. You know, just about everything he did. Ubuntu Craig was his, like, you know, advisor. You're making me blush, Davey. No, you are. And then he's, you know, he, they, him and him and his partner Mike Stoffel saw the 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 kind of convergence of offline and online marketing, which is PR or marketing, and they merged their two companies. And they've recently been bought by WPP. So, Doug, he is he he knows what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> so no wonder he has turned this, like, Instagram account into, like, I really I really believe this, Craigie. I'm not blowing hot air. I think it's a test case of how to do marketing in a digital era. I mean, if you look at the yeah. joke people always made about the Lord of the Rings movie being, like, the best un, unpaid-for New Zealand marketing ever, I really think the same. So, like, a great idea. Tell us a little bit about where the idea came from. so So I'd been wanting to run a project.
3: On inst- an Instagram project to, to profile South Africa because um, I'm a I'm a very proud South African person and um, and I didn't think anyone was actually doing any kind of good job of it. There were individual guys who had massive followings because they were great South African photographers, but no one was collating it and creating like a single a single place. Um, so so I did I did what any sane person should actually do, and it's 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 a it's a travesty that no one did it before me. But I went to go look at who owns at South Africa, and it was owned by a young American girl who um, who posted photos of her fingernails and and her nail polish, etc. And, <laughs> and that's all she posted. <laughs> and so,
0: um, so how did I, she buy it? No, the I didn't. So I, no, so no, I commented. No, how did she register the domain? Okay, so she
3: was in South. So I've, I've I mean I've had a few conversations with her. She was in South Africa on holiday when Instagram launched in November twenty in November twenty ten, and so she registered her own name and she registered at South Africa because she was here on holiday. And then just never used it. It was just she, it was it was like perfect timing for her to 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 be able to to win that or get registered the username. And all I did was I posted a comment on one of her photos, and I said, as at, from Mike at Craig Rodney account, and I said, I really want to do a cool project profiling South Africa, um, and I'd love to use this username. Um, would you ever consider letting me use it? And that was it. And and I never heard anything. Like it was it was about three, it was May last year, so it was about three months after I'd left that comment. I woke up one morning, checked Instagram and there was a comment from at South Africa and it said, uh, what's your email address? And so I like, you know, you get the shakes and I was wow. like, oh, shout out to you her. Know, so, so I replied, well I replied, I just gave my I gave my email email address straight away. By the time I got to my office, like, I nervously opened my inbox and there was an email from her going, this is the username, this is the password, I've deleted the photos, I've changed the account over to your email address as the admin, um, make me proud. That was it. Oh, that's uh, so cool. So she, she What's gave me make? the account. It's Elizabeth Green. Young. Well done, Elizabeth Green. Yeah, Thank so, you. Thank so, you. So, and and so that was it. So been just over a year, posting
0: seconds.
3: over 500,
0: 500 featured photos now. It's very Yeah. Cool. No, that it's really great. I mean, look at Doug. He's
2: smiling. He's looking uh, uh, at it
0: on his large screen phone, <laughs> nodding enthusiastically. That's why I want the
2: large screen. Well, you know, I, I must say that's, uh, that was, uh, you know, maybe one the one feature that could separate us apart is the fact that we have um, – such a good front-facing camera, so selfies seem to be the way. If you want to get, oh, a, if, you want, if you want to get a background in there as well, <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> so are we waiting for the first
1: great uh, South Africa hyperlapse then? Um, so, so it, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure
3: it'll happen. I've, I've never posted a landscape photo, and I've never used a filter. Toby would love that. Every single 500 and whatever photos, there's no filters, except that people have probably used yeah. them before yeah. that. But, um. But Joe, yeah, like I've never done a landscape photo and I've never done a video, so, so it, I'm pretty sure oh, I'm pretty I, sure it'll happen. those
0: pictures, those pictures you took of, of constellations. Oh yes, the the, oh, the astrophotography. That, that, that just, I mean, he posted them on Facebook. They're amazing. It's like, like the picture of the sky with the silhouette of the tree. And that's like embarrassingly got, easy, eh? Hey? It's just, it's like you've got all of the stars moving. I mean, one of those time lapses would be brilliant.
3: Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'll, I'll make sure I get one done, don't we? I think we're getting a We're getting a studio selfie happening here. Right? A, a group, are They are called a groupie? a groupie. A groupie. Well,
0: a,
2: groupie. a little bit. A little bit and if, you're gonna gonna do,
0: if we're gonna do if do a groupie, we need to get the groupie in the shot.
2: Yeah, as no, we do. We do. We do. That's what I just do. Just uh, just for uh, <laughs> giggles.
0: Anyway, yeah. So well done, Craig. Thank really you very much. Like a really great project. I think it's um. I'm glad you're proud of it because that's kind well, of that, that's, that's, that's my good. only
3: objective. Is I just want people to be to be happy. So I want to give you an interesting stat about it. I'm going to make you guess how many of, of so there's just over 26,000 followers on South Africa now um, on the South Africa account. How many are uh, how many live in South Africa, Toby? What percentage of Instagram the South Africa account Instagram following? How many are South African?
0: I know I'm going to get it wrong, so let's say thirty percent. Yeah, it's just over thirty oh, percent. Really?
3: It's just on forty percent. So it's sixty percent mean, of the followers. Sixty percent so 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 are not are not based. It's not to say that they're not South Africans, but they're not based in South Africa.
0: Yeah. I must say, um, I must say it's and it's a it's, really a, cool, it's an
3: incredible cool. destination yeah. marketing thing. I mean, it's uh it's not necessarily brand SA's problem. It's a it's a tourism should have should have should have asked before I asked, but um.
2: With our currency, it's also making it a better better destination. For tourism.
3: So so I realized that I cannot post a photo without saying where it was because it actually infuriates people because in all of the comments are where is this? Okay. But so I've, many so many I've people I noticed that you've started you have started including where You have it's to from. do it because so many people tag other people and they go either it's either why didn't we do this when we were there or hey can we add this to our itinerary and um it, it's an incredible destination marketing towards.
0: It's unbelievable. Yeah, no, well done, dude. Of course. Thank you. This this is very a cool. Yeah, it's very cool man. And apparently a really shit golfer. What are uh, you talking about?
3: 74 around the whole course.
2: Craig, obviously, you know well, that's uh,
0: incredible. Is there, and I have no idea whether I'm
3: that's good.
2: Or
1: not. It's good, Toby.
3: It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good for me. What are they,
2: you obviously uh, coming from marketing and PR background, you uh, you obviously know the, that 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 joke that says what's the difference between a squirrel and a and a rat? Uh, yeah, good PR. Yeah, or better marketing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you have it. You have been listening to Stuff Central with me today. The uh, imitable. Craig Rodney, at Craig Rodney, Thank or you, sometimes at South Africa. Really a, a great, make us proud project. 26,000 followers on Instagram and a must-follow, really a must-follow. Love device. you, Toby. We, Thanks, Matt. We're getting you on the TV show next. Cool. Uh, ben Kelly, one of the original geeks of, of South African tech journalism. In fact, he's still got a website or a domain called ungeek.
1: Yeah, it's a very dead domain. But if you want to find me, I'm at Benedict Kelly on Twitter. And and very interesting and very smart
0: these days, applying his trade in you know mainstream media. If you can still call the mailing and Guardian mainstream. And Douglas Juson, the country manager of HTC, uh, thanks for coming into the studio and showing us off your um, your uh, gushable device. Can I
2: keep the big one? Uh, actually, I'll organise your big one. Thank you. <laughs> It sounded dirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Thank you very much. There you
0: have it. Thanks a lot. This has been Stuff Central on Thursday, the 28th of August, 2014. Good night and good luck.